On the weekend playdate today, we have Michelle Maserati, who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at the age of 24 and first had symptoms at the age of 15. She is currently uh, preparing for the Sunlum race in Cape Town, which is a 10K on the 17th of September. And it's a real pleasure, Michelle, to, to have you on the weekend playdate to help uh, make people more aware of what multiple sclerosis is and I suppose just to know what, what life is about and that it's not necessarily the be-all and end-all uh, once you are diagnosed. Hi, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Michelle, can you take us through finding out that you had multiple sclerosis, the actual diagnosis process and the symptoms that you started finding um, in yourself, in your in your mid-teens, um, for maybe someone who who is still undiagnosed, who is experiencing symptoms, not knowing what is actually going on? So my symptoms started when I was 15. It was numb patches on my legs. Um, it was pins and needles on the soles of my feet and the complete tiredness all the time, uh, which is known as uh, fatigue. Mm. That to me was the first issues I had. And, um, unfortunately, you can't diagnose based on that because so many other things can, can cause those symptoms. Um, then at the age of 20, 21, I suddenly woke up one day and I had double vision. Wow. The double vision lasted for quite a while as I was, as I was in England and um, there you on the NHS and it takes a while to, to go through the process to see the right doctor. Um, I ended up having double vision for about six months. Oh and gosh. in the six months, my whole left side of my body was lame. I had to drag my leg along. Um, I had severe itching on the one arm. Um, but eventually, a doctor said to me, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. And that is hard work. Then I became better over myself, and I was fine for another two years. When you were diagnosed at 24, how did they finally finally pinpoint what was happening? Luckily, when I went through the initial relapse, I knew exactly which doctors to see. So there, there wasn't a, um, a big runaround to find the right specialist who's going to help me. So in at the age of 24, I woke up one day and I realized my, my left eye's color is going off. Like a bright pink would be a dark pink, things like that. Mm. And within five days, I was completely blind in the left eye. And then I knew I must go straight to a neurologist to get it checked out. Mm. And then that was the person um, who, who diagnosed you? Oh, that's correct, yes. So, so they take into account various factors to diagnose. There's a certain scale of things that, that has to happen. With the previous relapse I had, which, which was the perfect timing of about two years in between, that's usually how it works. Um, if you're not on medication, they test via MRI scan and lumbar puncture, and they can usually make a diagnosis upon that. And following being diagnosed, you, you had a medication that, that assisted you for a period of time. You've since you know married and, and had two children and are in the process of, of finishing your BCom degree, which is absolutely amazing and now undergoing training for the Sunlum race in Cape Town which is a 10k um, is this for a specific cause or is this to to prove to others that you that you're still capable of living a full life this is actually it's a bit of both um, but I am running for the ME Society it is a fundraising event for them the website to join this will be www.givengain .co.za and there you will find a link to the race and then you can run for 
the MS Society. A lot of people who might not know what, what MS actually is, and I think it's, it's important to, to explain, and it might be the easiest example would maybe be to, to mention somebody who's a South African icon who, who also had MS, uh, which would be Joost van der Westhuizen, um, although I think he was mm. diagnosed very late. No, no, no. Not. This is this is sorry. This is where the the complete misconception comes in. Really? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, yes. Two completely different diseases. Yes, unfortunately, at MND, which is motor neuron disease. Okay. Um, multiple sclerosis. It's completely two different disease, and a lot of people associate. Yes. When they hear MS, then most people do think of yes, and he's disease but it is clear two different diseases wow i had no i honestly thought that that ms and mnd were were almost the same thing and especially because in america they call it als so i was like okay well ms is closer to als than mnd which is the motor neuron disease no you're absolutely right is that a common misconception that people make because i like to consider myself an educated person um so i'm sure a lot of other people make the same mistake it is very common actually um, I've had people in conversation that I would say, because I'm very open about the MS, I like to create awareness wherever I go, that I would say that I've got MS. They would look at me shocked. I mm. said, why are you so shocked? <laughs> because then they think it's useless disease, and yeah. it really isn't. So so MS is, is more about, it's, I, I want to say it's more um, mental. It's got to do with m- neurons, whereas MND is more um, with, with muscles. Yeah, I can't speak much about the MND side. Um, it's a lot. Of, it's faster. How can you say faster? Progressive. It's a very highly progressive disease. Okay. But it it doesn't do the same thing. So MS is an autoimmune condition. Okay. And this means that a person's immune system attacks their own central nervous system. This yeah. is the brain and the spinal cord. Yeah. And the, the immune cells destroy the fatty sheath, which is also called the myelin sheath. Yes. That surrounds and insulates the nerve cells in the brain and the spinal cord. And what happens then is it interrupts efficient communication between the cells. So if you think about... Um, electrical cable. Mm. Let's call your brain is full of electrical cables and it's all got that isolation around it. Safeguard. So what happens is the immune system gets confused and it thinks that the myelin sheath or the brain rather is is a virus. Mm. So it gets through the blood brain barrier and it starts destroying the myelin sheath. Mm. And as soon as it's gotten through then there will be interruptions in your signal. I, th- I think as soon as people hear autoimmune um, disease, it's it, it does make sense. It's when your your body starts fighting itself, it confuses good cells with uh, cells that are attacking. For example, right. uh, with HIV AIDS, where your your body starts fighting your immune system instead of the actual cells mm-hmm. that are causing disease. I have an autoimmune um, disease myself. My my body's fighting my thyroid. And with that, it's attacking my thyroid. It affects your hormones. It affects um, energy levels, fatigue, brain fog, all of those things. So it's just your body, yeah, getting confused with what's supposed to be there and what's not supposed to be there. It's a, it's a horrible, terrifying thing where your body is fighting itself. You're like, no, don't do this to me. This Stop is, it. this is, yeah, like this. Is, we're we're cool. We're kif. We're we're all on the same team here. And okay, so I understand because also finding medication that works for you. 
um, is also really important because now you're trying to trick the body into thinking that things are fine and doing the right things and then you get good days and bad days and good years and bad years. It's a, it's a proper trial and error thing and I think we're getting there with the medication but it seems to mm. it, it, it seems to be something that a lot more people are becoming aware of and maybe weren't diagnosed with before and they just thought that they were really tired all the time or that maybe they were having a, a mild stroke. I, I once thought I was having a stroke, uh, lost feeling in yeah. half of my body, tongue included. Um, and then, you know, you start realizing, oh, it's not just a migraine. It, there's actually some other things that are that are going on here. It's um, but it's a p- horrible process when you have to tell the doctor, no, it's not just a migraine. There's other things. And that's um, that's where I think people get it wrong is that they, they stop questioning and they don't find the yes. right help. Yes. And I think it's very important to, to keep at it because everybody knows their own body. Mm. So if you know something is wrong with you, don't just take the first guy's opinion on it. Mm. Go to the do- next doctor and the next doctor. Um, because maybe if I was diagnosed earlier, I could have had even a, a better outlook. Mm. Because once the, the damage is done, it's, it's dead forever. Well, look, uh, fingers crossed and, and, and knocking on wood that we do have, I mean, the the rate that medicine is improving right now is exponential um, with That's right. with all the developments. So hopefully it's, it doesn't take them as long as it did to diagnose as it does to find adequate treatment um, to, to go back to what you were instead of just halting the process and trying to remain stable. You know, at the time I was, which is about 10 years ago when I was diagnosed, there were only about two major... Uh, medications available hmm. is now a lot more. It's not just uh, injectables anymore. You get them in various forms. Uh, you're even getting pills now in, in Feb. Some pills were actually approved in South Africa to use. So it is, the options are becoming more, hmm. which is a really good thing. Uh, for yourself, Michelle, what are, what are the next few steps after the Sunlum race um, that you have coming up in September? What's Finishing your your degree, and then uh, what do you what are you working on? What is Michelle's plan to go forwards? Michelle is definitely focusing on on the degree first. It, it, you know, with the brain fog and everything, it's, it's it's quite a challenge to always be able to study. So that is my immediate goal. And once that's done, end of next year, then I will definitely get more involved with the Inner Society in Cape Town. They are a brilliant tool for newly diagnosed people. Um, people who's changing medications because you can hear how it's work with other people. Um, they are really a fantastic support system. How do people get in touch with them? And and maybe I mean, if someone's listening in Northwest or or maybe in in Mpumalanga or wherever, uh, maybe to find the equivalent of of that organisation in their province. How do you get hold of them? Maybe to find a, a network of people. You can go to their website, which is www dot multiple sclerosis dot co dot z i. Um, there's a telephone line that's manned all the time, and they are so great at giving out information to put you in the right direction of of where to go. Stunning, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us on the weekend playdate. Um, I really wish you nothing but the best. And if you would like to have a listen to this full interview, make sure that you check it out on Five FM's Catch Up. It's fivefm.co.za under Weekend Playdate Catch Up. Thank you, Nicole.